This is Christian Meditation for a Bigger Life. I'm Dave Cover. I want to help you with Christian meditation and experience God's presence through biblically guided imagination, where you can draw near to God and get the stress and anxiety out of your mind, out of your heart, and out of your body, so you can live a bigger life. If your podcast app is set to skip silent sections, disable that in your app settings for this podcast. To begin, lie flat on your back or sit comfortably in a chair and uncross your legs and arms and close your eyes if you can so that you can use the eyes of your heart to envision biblical realities and take in a deep breath in through your nose into your belly, deep into your belly, and as you exhale, Focus on letting go, releasing any tightness throughout your body. Almost like your exhale is letting air out of an air mattress each time. Breathing in through your nose, calmly, quietly into your belly, a deep breath. And then let your out breath be a little longer than your in breath as you focus your mind on feeling your body relax. Feeling your body let go of tightness. And as you get a rhythm of breathing going, breathing in, breathing out, focus your mind on feeling your body from within. How does your body feel inside? Are there clenched muscles? Is there tightness? And see if you can become aware of that tightness in your body and try to release it with each out-breath. Maybe your tightness is in your shoulders, behind your neck the back of your head. Maybe you have tightness in your scalp or your forehead or behind your eyes. See if you can release that tightness with the next out-breath. Quiet, calm, letting go. Maybe there's tightness in your face, your cheeks, your jaw. your next out breath, see if you can release any clenched tension in your gut muscles, your belly, your abdomen. Releasing your hips if they're tight. Or anywhere else in your body that you notice that there's tightness, there's tension, your muscles are clenched that you can release on your next out-breath. And focus your mind on feeling your whole body relax. Your whole body feel heavy. Letting gravity pull your body toward the ground. Your body is completely letting go of trying to hold yourself up. 
trying to focus your mind on feeling this sensation of your body relaxing. Christian meditation is when we're realigning ourselves vertically. If you think of life as vertical and horizontal, vertical is up and down. And in that poetic sense, you're realigning yourself with the perspective of the reality of God in your life. And the horizontal realities are all your circumstances, your relationships, what's going on in your body, what's going on in your attitudes about life. And so Christian meditation is remapping our horizontal realities, how we see our horizontal realities with a vertical view, a vertical lens, a vertical perspective. We want to embody a vertical perspective in our horizontal realities. We want to embody a vertical perspective that would replace anxieties in our mind, our distracted thoughts, or anxieties in our body, maybe tightness in our muscles, a elevated heart rate, the ways that anxiety shows up in our body, often unconsciously, we're not really aware of it until we become aware of it. Part of Christian meditation is taking time to become aware of how anxiety might be showing up in your body. Because anxiety is a sign that we need to realign our perspective with the vertical realities of God. A great place to do that is in the Psalms. In meditation, I like the Psalms of David because he was a poetic thinker. He was aware of his inner emotions. And he was always embodying. He was aware of how his approach to God and belief in God and God's relationship with him was always showing up in his body. This is 3,000 years ago, so in that sense, David was ahead of his time or we could say he's a very contemporary person in the sense that he's always aware of how his condition in his body is reflecting his relationship with God, where he is with God. And where he is with God is always showing up in his view of his horizontal circumstances. Now, the first verse of Psalm 142 is a good reminder that the first point in our realignment our vertical realignment of our horizontal perspective is our approach to God. So right now you're lying there or you're sitting there, breathing in through your nose quietly and exhaling and aware of your body with each exhale and like an air mattress letting out the air, your body is softening with each outbreath. And when you think of God, when you think right now of your vertical connection with God, you have an approach to God in your mind. Maybe that approach is one of fear or guilt. Maybe it's one of distance, a sense of you don't know how it is God sees you right now and you're not sure how to approach Him. Well, a healthy way to approach God in every circumstance is to approach God with this sense of need for His mercy. We approach God 
knowing that we need his mercy. We don't approach God barging in as if he's happy to see us and we can just start talking about things we need. We approach God with this sense that we need his mercy in every moment. And he's happy to see us, but it's because of his mercy. It's because of his grace. And so David approaches God in Psalm 142, verse 1. I cry out to the Lord, to Yahweh. I plead for mercy to the Lord. I plead for mercy. I cry out to the Lord. I cry out to the I am. I cry out to the one who is the source of all existence. I cry out to the one who's the giver of all life. I plead for mercy for the one who is my creator. I plead for mercy so that I can come before God in need, so that I can come before God in confidence that he has mercy on me. And so David says in verse 4, No refuge remains to me. No one cares for my soul. David is feeling alone. He's feeling threatened by all of his horizontal circumstances. And he says, No one cares for his life. That word soul in the Old Testament doesn't mean our spiritual selves only. It means our whole self, our whole life. So David says, no one cares for my soul. He's not saying people don't care about his spiritual life. He's saying people don't care whether he lives or dies. People don't care for his whole being. They don't care for him. No refuge remains to me, David says. No one cares for my soul. And in this sense, as you think of God right now in your thoughts, there's a sense in which you're approaching God with the raw reality that no one loves you and cares for you anywhere close to the level that God does. You're approaching the one right now whose mercy is your confidence and whose love for you is unmatched by anyone else in your life. The only one that truly cares for the real you in the way that knows the real you, knows your sins, knows your needs, and wants flourishing for you in every sense is the I am, your creator. So as you're lying there or sitting there, imagine yourself right now in the presence of the one who is looking at you with the eyes of mercy, the eyes of care. And there is no refuge for you. There is no one who cares for your soul to the level of the one who created you and has mercy on you. So as you come to God, Imagine that the safest place for you, the best place for you, is in God's hands. 
God's will, God's care, God's plan for you. So David says in verse 5, I cry to you, O Lord, I cry to you, Yahweh, the I am. I say you are my refuge, my portion in the land of the living. You are my refuge. Use that image that David has. God, the I am, the one who is the source of all existence in the entire universe. Nothing exists that hasn't come from him, that isn't sustained even now by him. The one who is the source of all life, the giver of all life, there is no life apart from him. The one who inhabits eternity and the one who is right now 100% present with you without being any less present anywhere else in the universe. And imagine him as your refuge. There is no refuge outside of him, David says. No refuge remains for me. No one cares for my soul. I cry to you, O Lord. I cry to you. I say you are my refuge. You are my portion in the land of the living. The power of this verse is the power of its imagination. It's envisioning a vertical reality. God is your refuge. Imagine that right now for your life, for your body, for your, all of your horizontal circumstances. You're taking refuge in the I am. Breathing in through your nose, into your belly. And becoming aware of envisioning your body poetically. Envisioning your body taking refuge in the I am, in his mercy, in his care, seeing your whole life, all of your horizontal circumstances being put into his hands. Somehow everything is in his plan for you. He inhabits eternity and he has all the pieces to the eternal puzzle for your life. He is 100% involved in every detail in your life. And so you're imagining right now a reality that you can only see with the eyes of your heart. I say, David says, I say you are my refuge. You are my portion in the land of the living. My portion in the land of the living is an imagery that God is his inheritance. God is his land in the living. God is the one who gives him a place among the living. This is a view ultimately to the promise of the Bible, God bringing the kingdom of God back to earth and we have an inheritance in this resurrected, restored world. And David says, you are my portion in the land of the living. 
the last verse of this psalm, for you will deal bountifully with me. And so this third way of approaching God is understanding our lives in the context of the bigger story because of the reality of God. He is our portion in the land of the living. He is your inheritance in the kingdom of God that restores and resurrects this world to the beauty, the glory, the enchanted wonder of God being present always. And he says, you will deal bountifully with me. Imagine this for you right now. God is the one who will deal bountifully with you in his plan for you. The story your life is in is the story of God being your refuge now and being your inheritance in the kingdom of God when the kingdom of God restores this world. And he will deal bountifully with you. Whatever loss you feel now, whatever loss you fear that makes you anxious, your life is in this promise. The I am is your portion, your inheritance, in the land of the living, and he will deal bountifully with you because he's already done what needs to be done for it. Jesus has come. He has died and he has risen from the dead and so this plan is already in play and you simply need to come to God depend upon his mercy take refuge in him and trust in his promise that he is your portion in the land of the living and he will deal bountifully with you Feel that promise in your body right now. Everywhere in your body, embodying this promise, God is showering you with his mercy. There is no refuge except him. He is your refuge. He is your confident refuge the safest place for you is in the hands of God. The best place for you is in the will of God. And He is your inheritance. He is your portion in the land of the living. And He will deal bountifully with you. Feel the comfort of that in your whole body. Letting your body rest secure and feeling the sensation of your body resting secure because you're seeing every horizontal circumstance in your life with the vertical lens of God's presence and God's promise for you because Jesus has already done it. You can rest in His promise. Your body can rest secure.
Thanks for listening to Christian Meditation for a Bigger Life. If you found this podcast helpful, please give us a rating in your podcast app so others can find it more easily. It really does help. And consider sharing this episode with a friend. Our audio engineers are Diego Huaman and Matthew Matlack. Look for new episodes each Tuesday and Thursday morning.